Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, you know, just, uh, I'm doing. Doing? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I can't, uh, uh Are can't we recording? Complain. Is this uh, all good? Uh, dude, don't start with that <laughs> shit, all right? We're, <laughs> if we're wait, not, wait, wait, wait. what are you doing? God, stop fucking yelling oh at me. Oh my God. Ready, right. ready, ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Come on. Uh, that was a good one. Oh, Let's right. get back to it. Well, Sorry about that. All right. How you doing? <laughs> uh, doing good. <laughs> so Another episode of Project Sapient, guys. We want to say thank you to our thousands of supporters everywhere. Uh, HavocJournal.com, JimJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, WellnessForWarriors.live. We have those ladies on the horn right now. Yeah, yep. LiveBoston617.org. Again, Subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel, guys. <laughs> I just ate. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We thank everybody. We're getting a ton of visitors from... Oh, yeah. We got Algeria now. Badass. We got a listener from Algeria. We got a listener from Argentina. Yeah. We've got... Uh, France is still number one for worldwide. So thank you, France. Thank you, France. Yes. Uh, I. Uh, it's just it's amazing to see how it's grown. And right now, we're a little over 4,500. For I uh, was over that. Uh, j- well, a little over. So, uh, yeah, forty-five hundred twenty. Forty-five hundred. Yeah. Badass, dude. I love it. And how many are French? Um, right now we've got thirty-one French listeners. Wow. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Better than none. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're listening. <laughs> so we have the ladies from Wellness for Warriors yes. on the horn. Uh, let's get them on. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. There they are. Hello. Hi. Oh, there you are. All right. Damn it. I thought we hung up on Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little bit of an introduction for them, too, though. Wait. Oh, jeez. Come on. Oh, no. <laughs> no what do you think? Not again. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the, the, the feel for the whole episode. Megan, ever since you talked to him about magnesium, that's all he thinks about. I learn themes, man. Yeah, that's all he thinks about now. <laughs> I suddenly say pepperoni pizza like pepperoni pizza. <laughs> oh, this is the vibe, man. They're, they're happy. Just relax. Yeah, oh, nice oh. and relaxed. We're not going to talk about anything bad. Oh, well. Exactly. Do I look relaxed? You look very relaxed. <laughs> did that back Did that back rub work? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much, first and foremost, for everything that you do for everybody in law enforcement, everything that you do for our first responders. Um, since we had you guys on the show, I know we're not going to get into any kind of specifics, but I know a lot of folks have reached out um, yeah. and you've helped a lot. And I was saying to Iman, you know, if, if we've helped in any way, then it's mission accomplished. Oh, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Fuck whatever happens with the show or whatever, whatever we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We've helped somebody somewhere. Yeah. You know, and we want to reiterate if anybody absolutely needs any kind of help, you reach out to these ladies, wellnessforwarriors.live. 
Um, yes, please. On, on the video right now, uh, we're putting up, you know, the website. So everybody's going to be able to see that. Um, and the other thing that I have put up is the contact form. There's a contact form that you guys have on there and it just shows everybody, you know, everything's confidential, um, basic info, you know, first name, email, phone number, whatever, a couple of clicks here and there, and then everything's confidential and somebody's going to reach out to you guys. So, um, whatever you guys need, anybody in uh, law enforcement, soldiers, first responders, whatever it may be, do not hesitate to reach out to these ladies. They work miracles. They've worked miracles for me, worked. Yeah. I'm in for everybody. So, um, thank you for coming on. Free, free and confidential. So free and confidential. Anybody needs anything. Yeah. yeah. Free and confidential. And that's a big, that's a big point. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're going to be doing one of Iman's articles. Let's pull it up here. Where the fuck is it? There it is. No, that's not it. <laughs> there it is. The, the big fat problem in law enforcement. <laughs> yes. Written yeah. by Iman. This was back May 7th of 2020. I wrote this. You got a picture of my belly up there. That's I, nice. uh, is it, yeah. Well, hey, don't send me pictures of your belly next time. Hey, well, why did you crop the rest of it? Hey, hey I'm in. Uh, does this fit? Why did you crop the rest of it? Oh, don't fucking lie. Unbelievable. <laughs> they didn't get that. That went like right over their heads. Yeah, but I so. would, no, we got it. Yeah. No, they're just they're just staying silent. You don't hear, you don't hear the nervous giggle on my <laughs> Do we hang up now? Bad connection. Sorry. <laughs> so so with this this article kind of I, I go into uh, talking about the, the big fat problem in, in law enforcement, which is. Um, Basically, uh, a lot of our law enforcement officers uh, become overweight as soon as they graduate the academy and, you know, academy. And, and here's the thing. My thing with the academy is you don't go to the academy to get in shape. You should already be in some already. sort of decent shape. And the academy just, you know, makes it easier for you yep. going into the academy that you're already fit. You're working out and, and all that stuff. So I've seen it where guys... Should, really should not be there. They, you know, they run a mile and they're dry heaving as sure. they're running. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. so it 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 it's truly an an issue in, in law enforcement, especially later on down the line in the career. I mean, so so here's the thing. Uh, here, here's a little hypothetical thing, which it actually does happen. So imagine this: you dial nine one one, suspicious person in your neighborhood, police cruiser pulls up, confronts the suspicious person. Uh, to confront the suspicious person, I mean, and the officer comes out of the cruiser, and officer is severely out of shape. How many of those have we do we see? It's B every night, all the time. Stop <laughs> eating <Yeah>. those pizzas, Seven <laughs> Eleven pizzas. <laughs> yeah, so so it happens all the time, and and you know the the suspicious person runs, and the officers are already winded at thirty yards of running. Right, and now you imagine yeah. the officer now. Uh, uh, now this is the other side. The officer shows up, tip-top shape. Uh, suspicious person runs, and the officer does a forty-yard dash like a gazelle and catches him yeah. without even breaking a sweat. Right. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 who and the per- suspicious person ter- turns out to be somebody that the police have been looking for, wanted for a string of robberies or, or bre- breaking and entering or armed robberies, or whatever. Uh, the officer was able to get him. Now, you know, which officer would you prefer? I mean, obviously, I would go with the uh, the in shape one. The in shape one, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and unfortunately, these days, it's becoming less common for an officer to be in tip top shape throughout his or her career. And there's a variety yeah, of factors. No, yeah. yeah, right. And there's also no standard once you're on right. and once you're out of the academy. There's no 
there's no need to, so to speak, as far as like right. the job is concerned, because no one's testing. Yeah your fitness level at any point after that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the only time that I do any sort of PT test for the police department is SWAT, like SWAT, a specialty right. training where we do a PT right. test every six months and, you know, you got to pass and, and all that stuff. But other than that, you're right. See, there's really no I'll give you a little standard. bit of a secret that I can give out because it's public knowledge. Major city fucking SWAT team. I never had a standard. Really? But we implemented it on oh, ourselves. Wow. Okay. We did it on ourselves. Okay. And it was like, wow. you know, everybody had to go in and do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. make sure nobody would get thrown out or whatever. But because yeah, yeah. everybody was meeting the standard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I actually think that we copied your standard. Yeah. For it. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, go on. So, so here's, here's a staggering uh, statistic. So, um, well, actually, we'll go. We'll, let me back up for a second. So, when a person goes through the application process to become a police officer, there's a physical fitness uh, training PT test, so to speak, that is required to pass. The uh, physical fitness standards different for every police department across the country, uh, but they all require a new recruit to be in great shape prior to entering the police academy. And like I said, these days it seems that you're the the uh, new officers are going into the academy are out of shape and they they are hoping that in the academy you get in shape and that's so, the wrong way of looking at so it. So here's another secret. I was out of shape when I entered the academy. Yeah. Completely. I lost. But even so, like the, the Cooper standard isn't really that difficult. So it's you don't not, have to be no. in that great of shape to pass it to get into the academy. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's, it's really not. Like, what did we have to do? The dummy drag, yeah. go through a window, go yeah. over a wall, all that bullshit, trigger yeah. squeeze, yeah. right? Yeah. I get it. And a certain time drag. We don't even have to do that. You don't even have to do that? We don't even have to. No. <laughs> right. Wow. I swear to you. So we have to run a mile and a half in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, a certain number of push-ups in a minute, a certain number of sit-ups in a minute. And that's Curious. it. Yeah, see, I mean, to, to me, that doesn't test your overall yeah. fitness. That tests nothing. That tests nothing as what, far as fitness is concerned. Well, the, my day one of the academy, when we started doing four or five mile runs, I felt like a piece of shit. Okay. And I ended mm -hmm. up losing 45 yeah. pounds in the academy. Right. But nobody gave me shit for it yeah. because it was kind of my level of commitment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And when I came out, it was tip top shape. I should have, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I should have gone in, yeah. in better shape. It would have made my life easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if like, I agree with you, but I disagree with you because it could bring somebody into the proper mindset too. Well, th th that is true. But, but the mindset to me, the mindset should have started when you realized or you apply and you're like, all right, this is the, this is the, my chosen profession. Right. And now I got to get into the shape. I got to do this. I got to do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, so, so here's, here's, here's a, a, a study, uh, a study that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Nature Publishing Group uh, published back in 2009. They found that 43% of recruits were overweight and 33% yeah, were obese pri uh, prior to beginning the academy. And this was in 2009. So, I, and I want to get the ladies' feedback oh, on yeah, this too. Absolutely, I'm technically, quote unquote, morbidly obese. Yeah, because I'm five eleven, two hundred and twenty pounds. My body mass index tells a different story. Yeah, but every single right. time right. that I go in to the doctor, they're like, "Oh, you're obese. You need to lose weight." And I'm like, "Fuck off." No. Like, yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm the right. same way. I'm the same way. So are you and I? Yeah. Do you and I fall into that standard? Well, that it's a, it's a. I mean, uh, I'm sure the ladies can can attest to this, but it's an archaic standard. Okay. 
It's it, it yes, like hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the military, every time I had to get tape tested because <laughs> you know I was yeah I was five ten I right. was two twenty five I was. <laughs> You know, I, I used to blow away the PT test like it was nothing, but because right. of my my size, I had to get tape tested just so they can say, yes, yeah. I'm I mean, not morbidly obese right. according to the standards. Because in the military, that really hurts you uh, for promotion <laughs> yeah. and, and, and stuff in the... Uh, uh, you know, down the line in, in the military. And uh, same thing over here. Like you said, I go to a doctor and he's like, hey, dude, you weigh 215. You might want to lose. I'm right. Like, Do you realize I work out every single right. day? And, and it's like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the case. Yeah, you want me to go flip your fucking car over? <laughs> yeah, or I'm in mad. Right. <laughs> you know, I just. Tell me I'm obese again. Yeah, asshole. exactly. Exactly. So it's... eat my Twinkie now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so, the beginning of the downward spiral, right? So this is when the recruit gets on the job, uh, rookie officer. Right. Recruit goes to a 12-week mm-hmm. field training program uh, where the rookie practices of what he or she learned in the academy, learn paperwork after an arrest, utilize basic investigative uh, skills. The rookie is partnered up usually with a veteran officer, otherwise <laughs> known as, listen, I just already yelled, I'm in smash. I'm about to do it again. I'm in smash. All right. It's all about love here, remember? Oh, uh, you, you, no, no. You're driving me. Really? That's what I hear. Really? That's all I hear. Oh, my God. Keep going. Why do you stop? Keep going. Uh, all right. So the veteran officer is usually the best, quote unquote, at the job. And the veteran is in shape. Keeps their cruiser clean, boots always polished, great command presence, and very well versed in the training program. Yep. After 12 weeks, the rookie is now on their own. And they have their own cruiser responding to calls, pulling cars over, and all that good stuff. And all of a sudden, they start eating. Like, like right away, you start seeing the unhealthy eating. The binge <laughs> The bad eating, habits. The yeah. bad habits. Lo- going mm-hmm. to a local, you know, Cumbies or, or 7-Eleven and, you know, grab bags of chips, hot dogs, the uh, microwavable, disgusting pizza that I don't think is even pizza. And, and can, can I tell you what I did the other night? I oh have to make god. a confession. Oh my god! All right, go. especially with I don't know. If I'm going yeah, to get yelled at by the two ladies on the phone. Right. Here we go. I forgot my food. Okay. I was very hungry. Oh no! And I went oh, in. And I'm no. like, all right, let me go get like you know some of that. You know, have you ever seen that packaged bacon? No, oh never. <laughs> Let's not talk about that then. So I went. I went past like the dairy. Are you talking bacon bits for dogs? It had a picture of a dog on it, but yeah, I didn't but think it was good. <laughs> it tasted fucking great. Oh, anyway. my God. Stop. Listen to my story. God damn it. So I, I went past the dairy aisle, and instead of getting like a little thing of cheese or something, somewhat healthy, I mean, quote unquote healthy, right? Yeah. It was fucking staring at me, dude. What? Piece of cake. Oh, you went for oh. it. Cheesecake. You went for it, didn't you? It, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm hungry, oh. and I ate a piece of 7-Eleven fucking cheesecake. Oh, no. What else was I supposed to do, though? Talk about your wow. glycemic index skyline. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but so, so... You know, so so the the officer you know gets into this bad routine, and I've seen it. We see it all the time, and you can tell the officer is just getting 
out of shape and are stressed and the rookie is already exposed to homicides, uh, sexual assaults, child abuse, domestic abuse. So, so it's piling on. And now the yeah. officer, the officer, and on top of that, you're, you're a newer officer or you're a new officer. You're getting forced all the time because you're the new guy. You you're know, starting to get mentally broken down. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so now it's, it's one of those where it's a rapid decline and in short order, you, you they're at un unhealthy weight, you know, uniforms too tight, boots no longer polished, they're no longer taking, you know, they, they're taking on a lot of bad habits. Right. And, right. and you know, my, my big thing is obviously, you know, since the Army, I've always uh, taken time for physical fitness no matter what. Whether I come back from a mission at 2 in the morning, I'll hit the gym or, right. you know, same thing with work. If I get done at midnight, I'll run home. And if I, got, you know, once I get home, if I work out, I work out after midnight. So it is what it is. Yeah. And and there's a lot of science behind that type of stuff, which the ladies can can elaborate a lot yes, more. Yes, please. Um, well, that's what you yeah. just, you just hit such a great point, which is basically that um, individuals are no longer sleeping properly and the stress is sort of adding on, right? So. Yeah there's a chemical change here, right, in the body. So you start to make less of um, leptin, which is going to make you want to eat more. So this is actually a chemical change that's starting to happen in, in the body. So you're sitting in the, so you're sitting in the cruiser for, you know, whatever. You, you guys tell me how long, but Eight hours, emergencies, you're there for 20 hours, who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're exhausted and you're exhausted and then add in the, the stress, right? So yeah. now your cortisol is starting to elevate. All of these different things start to make you actually become more hungry and crave more of the foods that are not that good for you. Cheesecake. So it's actually cheesecake. A, exactly. <laughs> yeah. the cheesecake. And it's, so it's a chemical process that starts to begin to take over. And if, like you're saying, if you don't combat that with the exercises, then, you know, you're new on the job, you're exhausted. You think I'm just going to go home. I'm going to sleep. But guess what? Now your mind is going and now you're not sleeping that well. So maybe you get up and now you're eating things that aren't that healthy. So it really does start this rapid process where it's, and it is yeah. very chemical. Yeah. And it becomes just a, a continuous process because once you start eating poorly, that's all your body craves is the junk food, is the, you know, um, saturated fats, the sugars. Um, cookies, sugars, yeah, the bad carbs, stuff like that. Um, and it takes a while for you to kind of break that cycle and break your body's need for that stuff. It takes about two weeks of not having it. For your body to no longer want it. Two weeks. Right. Oh yeah. So so like yeah. I, so I used to challenge my guys, uh, the ones who uh, you know we, we we are glued to Dunkin' Donuts, right? So yeah. we always go over there, grab our coffees, and all that stuff. And for the longest time, I used to do the uh, you know medium regular iced coffee, uh, extra cream, extra sugar. That was Jesus. something I used to do uh, way back when I first uh, became a cop. Yeah. And uh, eventually, I I went away from it because again, I'm becoming or I am a lot more health conscious stuff like that I kind of I realized that well maybe that's not a good thing for me to have while I'm right. out here working so but, I went but to was that more so for like you know working out or was that because of your sleep cycles and all that it was my sleep cycle because I was I was getting forced 
all four of my days on. Right. And it was messing me up big time. So I had to kind of You were doing doubles every day. Doubles every day. Yeah. So so yeah. what I eventually did was to teeter away, I went to straight black coffee. So I went cold turkey. That's what I did. Yep. And it literally mm-hmm. it literally took uh, about five days until I had the acquired taste of black coffee. Oh, sure. So, yeah. so that's what I tell all the guys at work and, and a lot of guys that did change to black coffee, they, they, they tell me to this day, they're like, man, it, it did take exactly five days. And it made a little bit of a difference. Well, oh, big, a big difference. One guy lost 10 pounds like that. Just because of that. Just because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. so th- those little things. I used to, uh, you guys will appreciate this. I, back in the day, I would have sodas and, you know, junk food and all that stuff. Like I, and I'm a nose this. I eat a tremendous amount of food. I just don't eat junk yeah. except for that mm-hmm. cheesecake, cheesecake once in a while. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when, when I cut out soda yep. and I cut out chips oh, yeah. and I cut out oh, that, yeah. it was like a 15 pound drop. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's enormous. Yeah. I mean, uh, like you, and, you, you, oh, go ahead, ladies. I was going to say, it's also, it's also the change that you're making have to be sustainable. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not a proponent of like, yes, like you can do black coffee, kind of cold turkey, because it's not like a, an enormous thing as in like eliminating all carbs or yeah. eliminating all of something right. because yeah. that's not sustainable. Um, and a lot of guys that I work with do these kind of yo-yo diets where they eat like <laughs> crap for 10 months of the year. And then yeah. the summer comes and they're eating like princess <laughs> meals that are made for like a teenage girl. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, things and that's like probably that doing more damage healthy. to you. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. So any change needs to be something that you know that you can stick with. Yep. And there's a lot of different things that you can do. Like if you like black coffee, they make like no calorie, no sugar sweeteners, so that which aren't bad for you. Um, right. That you can put in there, so you still feel like you're getting something, and it's a little bit sweet, but your body's not going to be like addicted to the sugar again. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a, the, so. So uh, you speaking of the yo-yo diets, and so I, I worked with a guy um, on while I was on the task force, and he did this ridiculous, crazy crash diet that I told him it's, it's actually more dangerous than anything. You're yeah. going to hurt yourself. Yeah. You lost weight, but, but it was your body telling you, Hey, I need food losing type weight, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so he get this. He, he would only eat a thousand calories a day, Jesus. but he would work yeah. out twice a day to burn 2000 calories. So he's throwing yeah. his body for a complete loop. Oh, it, it completely yeah. messed him up. Yeah. And, and the minute he stopped, Guess what happened? His weight went right shot back right up. back up. Exactly. Probably more. And more, yeah, yeah because you, the, the body was in such chaos that it was, yeah, there, when you go into, like, a, I mean, uh, ladies can also talk about this. When you go into a caloric de- deficit, you know, let's say, you know, my maintenance uh, calories is uh, 3,000 calories just to maintain where I'm at. So I usually mm-hmm. knock off 500 calories, and now I, I'm able to, dr- you know, drop weight little by little. Right. Not this crash diet of, yeah, I'll eat 3,000 calories. Yeah, but that, now I'm going to go down to 1,000 calories and, and work out, you know. But, but see, here's, here's like, right. every, everybody's the- different, right? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people need to realize is that just because it works for Iman or yeah. it works for Peter – doesn't mean it's going to work for John. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know what I mean? Right. And, and I think exactly. you ladies can attest to that too. Yeah, so I just, over the course of my life and with fitness and athletics and things, I've tried a, a bunch of different kinds of diets, high carb, low carb, carb cycling. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed what made me feel the best and what has me has, I've stuck with is the keto diet. Yeah. Again, not for everybody, but I think everybody's different. So when we work with people, like, you're the expert on you. I'm sure exactly. by the time people get to us, they've tried different things. So tell me what you've noticed 
works for you and we'll build off of that. But when you have your base metabolic rate, the number of calories that you burn sitting still doing nothing all day, it's usually for women, it's usually around 1500 for guys, it's higher. You take that in the 500 calorie deficit is great because then you're slowly losing weight and you're not depriving your body of any needed nutrients. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what I tell everyone. Yeah. That's what, that's why I tell everybody is, you know, they'll ask me, Oh, what do you do? Like when I gain weight, like when I go to bulk up and gain weight, I'm, I'm close to 4,000 calories a day, which that's that's what, that's my norm. (laughs) That's so the guys (laughs) see me, I've I've got a massive cooler when I do that (laughs) of all kinds of food, meals, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, then they see when I cut, they're like, Oh, I mean, you, you don't have as much food as you, you yeah, usually you're eating do. like a bird. Yeah. It's like, you know, so, but, but what they're not realizing is I'm still sort of eating the same, but the portions are less, you yeah. know, the, 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 you know, so, so again, it's, it's all about, you need to know your own body. And I, and I agree with, with, uh, uh, I think Gina Marie said that, that, you know, you, you got to know what works for you. What works for you may not work. Like, like you said, what works for Pete may not work for me. And that's something that everybody listening mm-hmm. can call wellness for warriors yeah. about. Yeah. And yeah. They, they can help you, you know, walk you through these things. Exactly. Because here, here's the thing, like you ladies are, you know, Gina Marie, you're, you're a uh, active off, uh, police officer and, and yeah. you understand the job and the stresses of the job and, and how it goes. And, and people that can reach out to wellness for warriors will have that type of expertise where, and, and they can't use the bullshit excuse of, well, I work, I'm a cop and I work too much. Well, no, that's bullshit excuse. Don't give me yeah, that excuse. 100%. You know, so, the, yep. you know, there's always time to put in one hour, even a half hour of some sort of physical activity, right. and then you can crash out in bed or do whatever the, the hell you want and eat healthier. You know, it's not about, uh, yeah. you know, some guys get scared. They're like, oh, I, you know, I, like for me, every Friday is pizza Friday with my son. That's something I always do yeah, and I'll always do with him. It doesn't matter what's it going on. It doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah. I will do pizza Friday Your with Your body's him. adjusting to that. Exactly. So, so to me... I can have, that's like my cheap meal day, right? right? So I'll have my pizza with my kid. I'll, I'll, I'll eat two large pizzas, but that's okay. But, uh, you know, wrong with that? That's Well, no, they're, they're, they're the, uh, the bar size pizzas. So big guy like mm-hmm. me, bar size pizza, I, I got to have like two or three. Right. Of them. You know, I, I, I can't eat. I know the more. place you're talking about too. And I'm you so know, fucking hungry now. You know what I'm talking about. So, uh, so, so one thing I want to go over real quick is uh, Mayo Clinic uh, study. Where is that? Am, am uh, I on the right? Yeah, you're on the right one. Okay, yep, yep. Okay. So Mayo Clinic, according to Mayo Clinic, uh, researchers have linked sitting for long periods of time with health concerns, including obesity and metabolic syndrome, which is a cluster of conditions that includes increased blood pressure, high, bl- high sugar, uh, excess body fat around the waist, and abnormal cholesterol levels. Now, think about it. We sit in a cruiser. Yeah. All that weight mm-hmm. in our hips, yeah. our vest, everything is going to travel right down to our lower abs, our hips, and our, and 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 our asses, and or no, what's the technical glutes, glutes. our glutes, glutes. and uh, <laughs> and and you know it, it's it's very true that that it, it you know all that stuff happens, um, and and right. that's one bad thing that I always like during the summer for me. I hate sitting in a cruiser. I get out and walk around yeah, you because have to. because you know what? Yeah. First, you get the first 
it's great intel to walk around because you'll just talk to anybody and I'll, I'll talk to anybody. I don't care. And, and two, you're getting a little steps in, you know, some uh, sure. little walking yeah. around, mm-hmm. uh, stretching the, well, the blood flowing is different. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if uh, I know guys that will sit in a cruiser, if there was like, if it was completely dead, nothing going on, they will sit in the cruiser for eight hours straight yeah. uh, other than using the bathroom or doing whatever. And that, they probably have a, cup to pee in actually that's disgusting but <laughs> that is, i have never done that that i've seen that a couple of times and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you dude? hey listen doing long surveillances i have my own ucbs pee cup all right get the fuck out of here hey, no god hey, no no no, you, no, no i've sat on the i have no. sat on the top of fucking building for 30 hours and i'm like shaking because i'm holding it that's gross. No, no. That, that, Nasty as, motherfucker. As I always say, the world is my toilet, and I will pee anywhere. All right? Nasty. <laughs> so anyways. Project Sapient does not endorse peeing. In public. In public. Uh, okay. That's okay. So, uh, so anyway. So, so, you know, uh, from my personal experience, most departments don't have a robust uh, physical fitness standard. We we already touched on that. And so officers don't really have incentives, right? So uh, there's a, so there was one uh, police department, uh, my previous police department I worked for, uh, every year they had an optional PT test, Cooper Standard, just a yeah. simple PT test. Optional? Optional. Okay. If you show up, though, you get eight hours comp. Oh, shit. If, oh, wow. If, I knew that. If you pass it. <laughs> Uh, you get two days off. If you ace it, you get three. What? Yeah. Wow. I used to like the, the like the old timers would show up yeah. just to walk around the track, yeah. and there, there you go, eight hours. Eight gone. hours, thanks. You know, that, but that's the incentive. But a majority of police departments, I don't see that. I don't see that incentive to be healthy. And I think, uh, so, yeah, oh, go ahead. Not at all. No. And what what I would say to that though is that the incentive is really, um, even though it's it's, you know, potentially not out there in the department. Um, the incentive is really around, I guess, going back to what we had talked about the last time we were on the show, which is the, the sort of mental health aspect of it, right? Yeah. Because if you're, if you're working out, um, you are going against everything that's sort of taking you down, right? So yeah. now you're creating more endorphins. Yeah. Your, your self-esteem goes up. Yep. You have better sleep. Your energy is better. You, you're more resilient. And so when the job is getting to you and you feel tired and, you know, things like that are happening to you and you think, oh, I'm going to have a drink, right, to ease the stress. Well, you know what? Doing a run might be better for you, right? right. Now you're going to re- release the endorphins. You're not going to have those sort of maladaptive coping mechanisms that get you into this downward spiral. Yeah. So the incentive can be more for your own self personally, um, as well as, you know, mental clarity, sharpness on the job, all of that. It really does help you. Uh, it's just making the, like you said, the job is, you know, takes up a lot of your time. It's making the time for it, but knowing that actually it's going to be better for you, not just physically, but mentally as well. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and mentally, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm up at zero 400, I'm working out zero 430. And for me, that's the start of my day. And that's my, uh, my time of reflection of, of, of meditation, of, sure. uh, of kind of just being in my head while I work out and working out all those stressors. 
that yeah mm-hmm. that I had the day before and for the day uh, that I'm about to have. And I feel right. so much better going into work all the time, especially after a good workout. And, and, you know, like you said, the mental clarity is there. The, uh, the endorphins are exploding there. You know, everything is firing off. At it's all a mental cylinders. routine. Yeah, exactly. It's a mental routine. And, right. and, and it's also part of being disciplined to do it. And, and that yeah. goes into, yeah. and, and here's the thing, all of that transfers into the job. Yep. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're developing these patterns, these behaviors that is going to go into the job. You're 100 percent right. Me I don't too. think yeah. the ladies disagree with that. No, no, not at all. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the ones everyone has a lazy cop, you know, the ones that will cut any corner, chicken any job they can really do nothing yeah. or, you know, the bare minimum. And those are the same ones, usually, in my experience, that are the ones who don't work out, who want the quick fix on a diet. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. getting, you know, the right. slim fast stuff. It's, it's all in personality and how they look at things. And that's how their job performance is as well. Yeah, exactly. I actually have uh, guys at work that uh, reach out to me and I put workout plans together for them all the time. Nice. And, uh, and they can, they feel and see the difference, you know, and, yeah. and, yeah. They, and they love it. So they, 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 one first, you know, I kind of keep them uh, accountable because I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm helping them out doing the workout. So they have somebody that they can ask questions and, you know, the, again, it's like cops, like talking to other cops, you know, that, right. that's, that's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Just like veterans, like talking to other veterans right. on, on, uh, on certain things. And, and it's, it's, it's real, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see that, um, you know, people around me at work are being more health conscious or I, like, I don't know if, if, if it's just me rubbing off on them because they always hear, you know, I'm always talking about how I did this or I lifted that or it's, it's motivating for them, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know, and I tell them how I only, only wear like today. I was like, I only, one of the guys were like, Hey, I'm in, we're going to get you an extra large shirt. I'm like, Nope. I only wear mediums because <laughs> these, these guns I got going on right here need, need to be veiny and popping so so that's, that's all i wear <laughs> so so but but it, but the thing is like you know we have fun with it so right so you know the guys yeah. see that and and the gals and it it, it probably rubs off on them I, I don't know which and again i like i don't care as long as you know a lot of the new cops i talk to uh, that graduate the academy i, I kind of give them the whole pep talk of listen keep up with your physical fitness because you know what one yeah. day I may need your help and I'm chasing somebody and I'm, you know, hitting 40, uh, 40 years old and I'm not as fast as I was when I was in my twenties. And, and you know what? You're you go, honest with yourself yeah, too. Yeah. You know, and that, yeah. that's the thing. And yeah. and yeah, you know, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do everything that a young 20 year old cop would do, but you right. know what? I get winded quicker, you know, or yeah. I, I got to tell you, and I've been honest with you about it. Yeah. Like I am not a runner. I am not built to fucking run. Me either. Like my, my legs, my legs are fucking tree trunks. Oh no, I'm right. You see me? I'm I'm the same way. Like like doing the five, six mile runs would destroy me. Three (laughs) miles, three miles max. I I don't do any more than three miles. So I always tell people at work, like if I lose you after a hundred fucking yards, you're gone. You deserve to fucking go. But if I catch you. So, so my, uh, like a joke I had, one of my old partners, he was like this, uh, tall, skinny, uh, skinny guy. And I was this, you know, uh, 
tree trunk, basically. Right. And and our our thing was you chase, I tackle. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's teamwork, right? Yeah, exactly. There's fucking teamwork. Exactly. I'm, that I'm, is good teamwork. I'm, I'm the wall that. that just comes. You're the wide you. receiver. I'm the linebacker. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Exactly. So run, uh, run, run yeah. after him. Go, exactly. boy, go. <laughs> So uh, I want to go over the study real quick, and, and ladies, uh, I want your your opinions on it. All right, it's uh, from the mm-hmm. CDC. So the CDC showed that thirty nine point six percent of U.S. adults ages twenty and older were obese. In a recent study conducted by the FBI, showed eight out of ten cops are overweight, and that's oh. staggering. So yeah. that's eighty percent. But yeah. but. In another study conducted by the American Journal of uh, Preventive Medicine, concluded that forty. 40.7% uh, of police, firefighters, security guards are obese. Now, can you imagine that in a profession? Uh, how many cops are there in the United States? 800,000, somewhere around there? Well, I think we're close to a million. Mm-hmm. Close to a million, right? So close yeah. to a million. So the CDC has uh, adults in the U.S., well, you know, whatever, 200 million, however many uh, the, in the millions are close to 40%. Yet cops, we're at 40%, and we're only close to a million uh, police. Yeah. It's it's kind of staggering. Well, look, first of all, yeah, the, the C- it really, I don't really, I don't really trust the CDC that much with all the fucking. Oh, jeez, here we go. No, <laughs> no I'm like, I'm I, I personally think that 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 number <laughs> might be a tiny bit high. I would like to think. Yeah. Um, I would honestly like to think that because in such a dangerous profession that goes from zero to a million in a heartbeat, yeah. and you need your a physical ability to sometimes. Save your life, save someone else's life. Like how it still boggles my mind that so many cops are overweight and unfit. Yeah. Yeah. Because you might you yeah. may not necessarily be overweight, but are you fit? Like can you struggle with someone for more than two minutes? Right. Can right. you come save my life if I needed you? Could you run to where I am right. and then help me? Well that that's so, what I, that's why I tell guys is 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 after that foot chase, do you have any more in the gas tank for that fight? Because right, that fight right. ha- is that's the most critical part. Right. Why are you getting in the foot chase if you know you can't f- finish it? <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, but it's, that's, it's that's interesting. Where fitness level comes in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing where where you know your cardio, your uh, your cardiovascular, your your strength training, your uh, whatever your it is that you're doing. Yeah. And, and I always like you know guys will ask me, hey, is CrossFit better than this or is this better than that? I'm like, yeah, as long as you're working out. Do I, you remember I really, the CrossFit phase? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> well, you know, it's a quick tidbit on on the whole CrossFit thing. So back in 2005 is when the military kind of discovered CrossFit. It was still like a basic Mm -hmm. website and it was great for us overseas because all we had to use was sandbags, pull-up bars and you know tires whatever so that's kind of where do a lot with that. Yeah I mean that's where CrossFit was built from is based off that sort of model. It, It then it morphed into this mega thing where bro do you even yeah, crossfit yeah where if you crossfit you have to <laughs> well, tell everybody to crossfit but there are guys that i know though that who that i run all the time i did a triathlon but then i went into the gym and i did a, a metcon yeah. with a barbell and let's say burpees and the bike were rowing and i couldn't catch my breath yeah. well there's right. your there's your difference yeah. you can run yeah. for days and still not be fit or in a condition to be able to survive that. So that was my, my, my problem in the police Academy was it was like, we're doing 12 mile runs. Yeah. 
Why? Yeah. Am I running after yeah, somebody for twelve fucking miles? No. Well, that's where the <laughs> army the army Never. changed the the army changed the standards <laughs> to their PT test. Finally, they did. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It's, so my academy's done the same thing. They've changed it. There's good. like two three mile runs, which I get. Yeah. And now it's more like a crossfitty yeah, type of thing. The military did the same. The they army have. did the same thing. Yeah. They they wow. they basically moved, because the army used to be uh, push up sit ups and two mile run. Okay. That's like uh, okay. Right. Like, <laughs> that doesn't well, really. So, test yeah, we anything. did that. In my academy class, our um, our PT instructor was actually like his first full class. Um, so he, but he was great. He took a lot because the old school stuff was like a lot of sit ups, a lot of push ups, a lot of jumping jacks, like that old school yeah, like you see yeah, on sure. TV and in a movie kind yeah, of stuff the, that was not the fifties calisthenics. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. But he did a really great job of taking it to the point of like, okay, so when he said, if you guys know of anything that you think would be helpful. So I worked with him and we came up with Metcons. We did EMOMs. We did AMRAPs where it was like we had kettlebells. We had dumbbells. We had medicine balls. We had all of that stuff that was brought, that he brought into the program so that we were like conditioned, not just, you know, on, you know, normal weight and fit. And you're doing so things that are pertinent. To do things. You're doing things yeah. that are pertinent to the job, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the thing, like like you know, uh, Bobby always says because I you know I lift I lift heavy weights, uh, deadlifts and stuff like that because sometimes I have to run around with a freaking rifle shield. Right. So I need sixty five pounds. I, right. I, it's I, not. I need to. Yeah. I need that that fitness because there are times I've taken that fifty pound shield and had to run six flights six of flights stairs up because yep. it's never on the first floor. No. Oh no. You, you, no. It's never on the first floor. <laughs> And there's always pit bulls involved. And there's pit bulls. Yeah. So, it used to be my punishment on the team, by the way. They'd say, "Oh, Pete's on the rifle shield," and I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah, exactly. So, so, so I, you know, so I, I've learned to condition myself for the specific jobs I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so my conditioning is tailored to to the job. So to SWAT, to to whatever else I do for the PD. Um, it's it, mm-hmm. to me, it's very important to do that. So, so you, you know, it's kind of to me, it's 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 not so much. I mean, yeah, there are officers that that do the bodybuilding and officers that actually are getting into jujitsu, which is great. It's great. Um, yeah. and, and there are officers that are actually kind of doing uh, thinking outside the box and getting into getting into actual programs to uh, to work out whether it's boot camps or whatever and it's great mm-hmm. and and it's it's nice to see that sort of movement but on on the police side they don't you know they they don't uh, to me law enforcement does not dedicate enough time to a person's uh, an officer's mental and physical health where if you take care of the officer's mental and physical health, you'll have an officer that will last maybe five more years, ten more Absolutely. years after, you know, mm-hmm. after retirement, yeah. especially. After retirement. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, I mean, there's a reason why cops uh, die after die five years. After five years of retirement, because the That's police scary. department never took care you, of any of those. Do you know how fucking scary it is thinking about that? Yeah, especially like I, I've got almost twenty years on. Yeah, right, and it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, I'm gonna survive five, ten years after I retire. Maybe. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so so you got to work. I mean, we've had uh, a couple guys that retired five, six years ago, and then they passed away. Right. You know, it's just. Oh well. It, and, and, well, you know. Yep. It goes. It goes into what you were saying earlier about the diet as well, because um, yes, like we're talking about body mass index and all of that, but if you're not like you know, you were talking about these crash diets. So maybe you look very lean, right? But you don't have the energy for it. Or what are you doing to your heart? Like that's oh, yeah. a very important piece is yeah. the nutrition piece of it. Um, you can drop the weight and um, 
still not be able to run to the end of the block, right? Because right. now you don't have the right nutrients. Yeah. Or exactly. now you're setting yourself up for, you know, hard cap. Yeah. Those, those pieces are so critical to yeah. making sure that you are, you know, fit physically and mentally. Yeah, exactly. And, and depending on what, what I'm doing, uh, the, you know, I, I switch it up in, in terms of my powerlifting, bodybuilding slash CrossFit type uh, workouts. Hey, listen, I'm a man of many, uh, many, <laughs> many. Uh, listen, it's, uh, I got ADD. And if I find something, I'm just going to go do it. So my workouts are all over the place. So uh, so when, when you know, so so my food intake the day before is the Depends on what I'm what doing, gonna do. what I'm going to work out. So, yeah. so if mm -hmm. I know it's going to be like a heavy, heavy power lifting day, yeah, I'm going to carb up because right. I'm going to need that mm -hmm. the next day uh, as my body processes exactly. the carbs and all that. So, so th that's the thing, you know, people, again, everyone, every individual is different. You got to figure out what works for you as, as an officer and, and it, it right. and people, a lot more people than you think depend on you. And I think this job more than anything uh, you need to be in that tip-top shape at all times. You know, holistically. Well, yeah, it just holistically. Boggles, exactly. Yeah, but it boggles my mind how people, how officers are not doing it for themselves. Like, if doing it for no one else, you could give a shit less about your coworkers and saving their lives. Like, it could be you. Yeah. It could be you that needs right. you that day. Yeah. And for not, and just not being able, not taking care of yourself and just totally ignoring that fact that your life can be in danger at any moment. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to save yourself. Yeah. That, I just don't understand. I don't get it. It's I because really it's there's not a, difficult. There's a lack of imagination, guys, right? Like, am I wrong in any way? There's oh, no. a lack of imagination. No, there's no, a lot of cops are out there saying it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's the 80-20 right. split right. I always talk it's about. The, it's the eighty twenty split that you were talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. But th there's, you know, okay, I'm going to do my double because I got to pay my bills. Yeah. Then I have court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I got to go deal with whoever at home. Yeah. Right? And then... I don't know, uh, Uncle Sam's coming after me or this or that. You know what? I'm fine on the job. I'm going to, I'm not going to be as proactive. Yeah. Nobody's going to come shoot me. Yeah. Nobody's going to come fucking complacency. X, Y, and Z. Complacency, complacency kills. That's, that's the thing. Complacency right? mm -hmm. But if you get yeah. in that holistic mindset of, okay, let me fix my mind. Let me fix my body. Let me make sure that I'm good for my guys on the right and the left. Yeah. Then everybody mm -hmm. will get into shape. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, like, right. like yeah. on, on our SWAT team. And I, I take that from SWAT to, to the squad I work in and to the unit that I, uh, that I run is we all rely on each other, right? The, the, the officer to your left and to your right. And if, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, the whole centipede, uh, analogy where, yeah. you know, you take yep. a leg off or whatever, but it, you know, all of us have to be in that same mindset. And I have to know that the guy, the I'm in behind me in my stack yeah. is in the same mindset. Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and 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 that's the thing. I mean, with with how, uh, like you said, Gina Mary, it's, it's how a lot of the officers on the job could give a shit. You know, they yeah, they, right. they could care less about their physical fitness, and and they could care less about the job. Deep down inside, mm -hmm. deep down inside, they do care. But the other things just pile up. Well, that, but, that's the importance of the mental aspect of this. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 You're more right. it's more mental. Right. I mean, I mean, you ladies can attest to it, and I'm sure you hear it more. It's it's more the mental aspect of the job than the physical. And, 100%. And, and it when, is. Yeah, and when you're working on the mental, the physical comes right after. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. And there's also a, a the significant part of it that is comfort, right? So they know what it's like to feel what they're feeling now. Yeah. Yep. They know what yeah. to expect. You feel like shit tomorrow. I'm going to feel like shit again. Yeah. I know what to expect. Whereas if you're 
forced or you decide that you want to work on feeling better or getting out of whatever headspace you're in, there's yep. the fear of the unknown. There's a fear of, well, what if I can't do it? Right. And the fear of failure, especially for a police officer, and I'm going to say men more so than the women. Ah. Uh. It's, what? it's terrifying. <laughs> I said it. it. No, it is. It's terrifying. No, it is. Then it's it like, is. well, people expect only this much of me right now. Right. If I do better, they're going to expect more of me. And I don't know if I can maintain that. You're, you're so 100% right. Say, no, here where I am. Here, here's the thing. And, and you know where I put the blame on, on, on police administration on that one. Because, yes, you have officers like, like I have, there are officers that, you know, will put in 100% every, or nearly every day. But that one day where they want to shift it back to 80% because they're feeling burnt out, whatever, right. admin comes down on them. Hey, your, num- you know, this yeah. whole, your numbers are off. Yeah, the, the, this whole stats bullshit that goes on now in law enforcement. Oh, uh, you didn't write as many tickets or you didn't uh, stop as many cars this week. Why? You know, you, you know, the, and that's disheartening. And this, and to the, yeah. to the proactive officer who wants to take a day to fuck out, like, you know, Hey, I'm going to chill out a little, yeah. which we've all done it. Um, it is disheartening. Yeah. It, 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 mm-hmm. it's like, all right, why am I going to work my ass off if they think that that's all I'm going to do? And I'm not allowed to scale it back a little. You're totally right. You know, well, so, yeah. Right. Especially, and then because on the flip side of that, there are the officers who are not proactive and don't get their balls broken yeah. because that's just what's expected of them. And the one day that I'm a little bit off, because maybe I didn't sleep so well last night, or I don't know, I have a baby that woke up in the middle of the night right. and I'm tired, that's, my balls are broken. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's because you're, it's because you're the superstar and you're going to make them look good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're, yeah. they're probably not doing any work as it is. And they're like, oh shit, right. my superstar is lacking. Now I'm going to look like shit. I have to answer to somebody. Yep. The point that, that, like, my biggest thing with any kind of police administration is that they don't realize that they need to, kind of like in corporate America, you need to invest in your employees. Oh, absolutely. If That's you right. invest 100%. in your employees from top down, if you go into your employees and say, guys, if our, if our chief, our commissioner, whoever the hell you might have, came and said, you know what? One of my main priorities moving forward is to make sure that our mental health is there, mm-hmm. our physical health yeah. is there, and then fuck the rest of it. Yeah. Yep. Guys would be so like, right. I want to so work right. for this guy. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. He, yeah. here's exactly. the thing. If, if, you, if, you, if, if the administrators work on only those two things, everything else will fall into place. But just think about it. Think about the, 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 I don't want to say the downward, the, the domino effect of that. Yeah. Right. If you're working on your guys's mental capacities, if you're working on the physical capacities, your costs are starting to go down too. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's your health insurance. Health insurance. Exactly. I was just going to say that. You're so right. Yes. That's exactly it. You know what I mean? So this isn't, and these are fucking PhDs that are getting into these goddamn levels and they don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's mind boggling. Like take, Take one small chapter from corporate America. Well, you know why? Because yep. most of the management books talk about theory. Exactly. They, well, don't, yeah. talk, they yeah. don't talk about practical policing. It's nice to right. talk about theory, right? Yeah, yeah. Because theory brings out things. It yeah. brings out practice. Yep. But when you when you when when you're that bookworm and all you see is theory, right? That's all you're gonna see. Well, John Smith fucking yeah. ten years ago said yeah. that we're gonna do this yeah. and yeah. that. It's I, like no, no, yeah. dude. That's yeah. true. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it I brings mean. it back to what Gina Marie was saying about you know the 1950s fucking calisthenics. Yeah, 25 push-ups. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 really real, and it's 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 a it's an issue, and and that's the thing. The the percentage with obesity in the U.S. alone is is troubling, and the obesity levels in law enforcement is even more troubling. Yeah. And that's something that yeah. police leaders and administrators really need to look at, because if if the officer looks sharp, acts sharp, 
he's going to be sharp. You're going to have that razor edge, that that tip of the spear officers uh, that are going to be out there doing the job. You know what I'm thinking of, right? Mm-hmm. What? When you said tip of the spear. What, what are you thinking of? What's the thing that we said last time that people loved? Oh. Uh, tip of the spork. Tip of the spork. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, yeah. Tip, tip of the spork, baby. Yeah, they, hey, they want us to make a patch of that. I'm, I'm making one. I'm in the process of making <laughs> Tip of the spork. Tip of the spork. That's us. So, so you know, again, the administrators and, and you know, legislators, uh, elected officials that, that are part of the public safety committees, stuff like that, and, and they also need to look at it, and they need to do a standard cross the country where a, re, a yearly P, PT test is required as part of the job. I mean, who's, who's, who, who I mean, who's, uh, like, it, it blows my mind to think that law enforcement never got that type of kick in the ass where you're like, hey, you guys are supposed to be in shape. Well, see, and that's the thing, too. And I think, what is the quote? It's like, uh, ineffective force is excessive, looks like excessive force. Yeah. So if you don't know what you're doing and if you can't finagle anything and you can't win the fight and you're struggling the entire time, it looks like you're using way too much force when you're actually just losing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. The optics of it true. alone. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So you're, like, you're, just, you're better off training your officers to do things, to be fit, to take care of themselves so that, God forbid, something has happened or when things do go down, they can handle their shit. And you don't look terrible on the news. One of the one of the biggest things that got me very fit was obviously being on the team, right? Yeah. And then having the opportunity to have a gym in house yeah. at the yeah. base, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. being able mm-hmm. to work out whenever I wanted. When I went back to patrol, I was like, okay, where's the gym in this place? And they were like, it's upstairs. And I went upstairs, and I you needed a card swipe access, yeah. and I would swipe, you know, every door in the city I had access yeah. to, yeah. right? And I swiped it, and it was like, eh, can't get in. And I'm like, why can't I get in the gym? Yeah. And I went down and I talked yeah. to one of the supervisors. They're like, oh, well, you got to pay. And I'm like, excuse me? What? You got to pay to use my own fucking gym in the station? Oh, and they're like, yeah. yeah. So that could have, I could have seen it completely yeah. demotivating me. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying them. Yeah. yeah no shit. That, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. Well, we don't even, we, we don't even have a gym. You don't? We have no, no, we have no gym. No oh. gym. And our fire department has a really nice one that we're not permitted to use. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, it, it is the fire department. I mean, <laughs> they don't want you to get comfortable or spoiled. So I used to raid the yeah, fire department's not- fridge all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me in the least bit. And and here's the thing. Uh, like I was going to get into with 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 uh, command presence, right? I mean, talk about command presence to have that in shape officer, right? Sure. You know who's 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 locked on who's yeah. i mean uh, it brings back a, a story at my pd that i was told recently and it was like oh my god um you know a couple officers were off doing a an fio and and the uh long story short the uh, my guy shows up my officers show up um to back them up and the entire time this dude had a pistol in his pockets <sighs> and that guy uh if if I don't remember the exact quote, but my my officer said that when he was talking to the bad guy, the bad guy said the only reason why he didn't shoot is because they showed up. Oh yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. They, that say that. they because yeah. here's the thing: uh, like, go back, go animalistic type type yes. mentality, right? The whole apex predator and the prey and all that. Sure. I mean, it happens in humans right. too. 
and mm-hmm. subconsciously, subconsciously a lot more than we think exactly and here's the thing you know i show up on a scene and 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 i'm doing my thing and i get immediate obedience 90 percent of the time because you know guys would just look at me and they're like oh shit this dude looks like he can pick up the the house and throw it across the sure, street sure. so so yeah. that alone is enough and again that's all about the physical fitness aspect of it where where mentally i know i'm strong yeah i know i'm fit yep. and i know i'm going to beat you yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, command presence, I think, is probably 75% physical. Yeah. Right? Because, again... Well, yeah, and I, there's well, definitely studies, and I can't remember who did it, but there are studies where they interviewed perps, they interviewed those that uh, shot cops or killed cops, Yeah. Um, and they said, in this interaction, why did you think, like, why did you shoot this cop as opposed to the last interaction you had where you didn't? Right. Well, the last guy, I didn't think I could win. Exactly. Like yep. the perps are actually saying, "I'm attacking a cop because he looks like I could beat him." 100. percent It's so powerful. It's it's complete. It's it's completely true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Whenever, how many times have you shown up and and the guy with the disheveled fucking shirt and this and that, you could see the the suspects going around him like a fucking predator, like yeah. you were talking about. Yeah. And you're like, I yeah. gotta jump in. Yeah. I gotta jump in, yeah. and sometimes you have to come in as a lion, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like I've been, I've been, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sized up, right? Sure. Uh, you know, I'll yeah. have, a, I'll have a bad guy looking at me up and down, and I'll right away I'll tell him, I'm like, hey, don't size me stop. up because yep. it's gonna, it's gonna not end well for you. Stop. And they yep. stop yeah. right there. So, <laughs> so they, you know, but the thing is, though, that, that's the thing that that you know, with my physical prowess, if you want to call it, and and uh, mental toughness, uh, it hits them. Sure does. Like like yeah. a brick alone. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm trying Absolutely. to say, Iman, is I think it's seventy five percent. It's not the whole story because you can come out Lou Ferrigno, right? Oh yeah. You can come mm-hmm. out Lou Ferrigno and be a complete and utter fucking dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they'll size yeah. you up that way and oh, be like, Okay, will. this guy can break fucking yeah. can break a piece of steel. Yeah. But I can say a couple things to him and he's going to run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So I think it's it True. comes back to the holistic aspect of yeah what we should be doing with everything. Yeah. Fix your sure. appearance, fix your attitude, right? Yeah. I always tell people your aptitude in policing is determined by your attitude. Oh, absolutely. So mm-hmm. yeah. y- the aptitude, your ability to do things is going to be determined by your attitude. If you come out of the car and you're a dickhead the entire time, you're already sized up. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter how big or how yeah. small you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. 100%. And, and that's the thing that, that, you know, with me and, and training and, 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 and the way I, I do it is to me, it's, it's, you know, let's say I'm, I'm about to bench press a heavy weight or whatever. And to me, it's, yeah, I got the willpower to do it, but do I have, but it's the resolve that, that yeah. for mm-hmm. me, it's the resolve. Yep. That's the most important part of my workouts is, can I get that last rep in? Can I get that, you know, last run in or whatever, whatever I may be doing yep. to me, to me, that's where the fight is. Oh yeah. It's not the first yeah. 10 reps. It's the last, it's two. the last, it's the last two. Yep. Those are right. the most important part. And those, so when you're burnt me, out, exactly. And to me, that's me running, catching the bad, catching guy, the bad guy. And now my resolve yep. needs to take, needs to take over and, and finish that fight. Dude, you're absolutely right. Your last line here mm-hmm. in the article yep. states cities and towns should not only invest in their infrastructure, but also in the fitness of their first responders. In the end, they're the ones who are called when something bad happens. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. totally fucking right. Okay. It, it comes back to investing in your people. Yeah. It, it costs right. money. Now, if we know that yeah. some of these departments aren't going to invest in their people, but we have resources yep. like Wellness for Warriors. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, like the two people that We're we here. have on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. That 100%. are these free resources yep. 
that people can call and talk to about yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. Anything from nutrition, physical fitness. I mean, ladies, you, you go ahead and you tell us what people, what uh, first responders can call you for. So with regard to like the fitness and nutrition stuff, um, they can go on the website, Instagram, whatever, get in touch with us um, and contact us and ask us for whatever they need. Um, as far as nutrition and fitness, I will do, and I have done, I am doing, um, giving people workouts. So I will give you 20 minute workouts. So there's no equipment involved, but if you have a kettlebell or a sandbag or something, I'll make those workouts using the equipment that you have 20 minutes a day. Literally, there's no excuse not to do it. You're going to watch TV for 20 minutes. You can work out while you're watching. Like TV. if you, if you look at the contact page, right again, it's all confidential and it's all free, but you literally have a list here and it's yoga, stress management, peer support, sleep support, meditation, fitness, nutrition, mindfulness. Like, you really are covering everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the holistic part. The, the holistic part of everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And these ladies get it. Yeah. They're not like, oh, we went to school for it and that's it. Yeah. They get it yeah, they, from they every do. aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And we get like the mental piece of um, working out. And I think that I've told so many people this, the hardest part of working out is getting started. Oh, my but God. But once you're yeah. in that routine, because you can make up every and any excuse not to do it. But once, if it's 20 minutes, okay, it's only 20 minutes. I only have to get through 20 minutes. Once you start that and you feel good, the next day is not so hard. And once you're into the groove of it and get into a routine, it's so much easier to get in there. And then we combine that with a little nutrition help. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not someone who's going to come in and be, and be like a Gestapo and a Nazi and be like, you can't eat anything that you like. Yeah, because right. that's not realistic. No. It's, not, it's not realistic. Exactly. And, it, yep. It's not going to be helpful to you in any way because you're going to be like, well, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I, right. I don't like any of this stuff. So okay. it, it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. And it's, and the cycle continues. It's simple yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's all simple things. I don't ever, even for myself, like in my house, I don't really cook anything that takes longer than a half hour to cook because who really has time for that? <laughs> yeah. Everything is like yeah. whole foods. It's all natural foods. We so, don't really eat anything out of a box. It's all like make our own cookies and stuff and like you don't have to go that far but if you want to i can give you those recipes too it's really about what is conducive to your lifestyle what we think can fit and what's going to work yep right yeah you're totally and right. then the whole the whole point of it is that once you get those pieces into play the nutrition the fitness this is now helping you right with your sleeping your stress management it can help with depression anxiety all of that that come with the job. So yeah. again, it goes to that whole holistic approach to it, which Our, is, you know, mentally we need to be fit. And once we start with the physical fitness, that contributes now to you feeling better mentally. 100%. Um, so it all comes together. Yeah. 100%. And like, some guys don't, will come to us and just say, like, hey, yeah, I just want nutrition help or just want, you know, can you just send me workouts? Yeah, sure. And then we get to talking and it's like, oh, so there's a little bit more going on. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's totally, <laughs> but yeah. like that's expected. That's totally expected exactly. to like yeah. not be willing to admit that there's other stuff that's really bothering you. But I think uh, people surprise themselves when they call us and they have a conversation with us because it's literally like you're calling your friend and just shooting the shit and then you're getting advice on stuff. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Like absolutely. you guys, listen, ladies, you've been absolutely amazing, right? Since the day we met them. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. These people are like outstanding individuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And they're doing everything from the, from their hearts. <laughs> yes. They don't have to be doing any of no. this. No, not and at all. Uh, we want people to realize that the body is, is just this huge machine, right? Yeah. 
I don't know why yeah. I'm playing music right now. Well, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. Yeah. So the, the body is this, this, this big machine, right? Yep. And we need to maintain it. Yes. From top yeah. down. It needs to be a well-oiled machine. Yes. And if there's something going on, if the, the check engine's light, check engine light is on in any way, mm-hmm. call us. <laughs> yeah. so call Call the ladies. Yeah. Check into their website. They'll get back to you. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, ladies, thank you so, 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 so much for coming back on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for really, having us. Really, really awesome. Um, I'm an awesome episode. Yep. Thank I wa- you. I want to thank our supporters, HavocJournal.com, JimJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, LiveBoston617.org, and the amazing, stunning women from Wellness for Warriors.Live. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.